Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. Hey, 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 party people, and we are here again for another episode of The Elite Life. Yes, we are so glad that you could make it. We understand life is busy, and we appreciate you making time for us today. Speaking of busy, are you a chicken? A chicken? Why are you running around with your head cut off? <laughs> That's what we're asking you. We are telling you to stop running around with your head cut off and be productive. So true. So... Side story before we get into Oh, here we go. Before we even get started, here we go. I'm going to keep it short and put your seatbelts on. (laughs) It's funny because I feel like realtors in general were busy like a badge of honor. Me and Andy went to an event for real producers at a coffee shop and we walk in and we're like excited to like network with the people there and get our little magazine with my photo on it. And this girl is like, running out, running out, running out, running out. And she's like, closing day, you know how that is. Everything is crazy. And we like looked at each other like, no. No. No, 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 it is not. No, no. Closing day, we go to our office and we sit there and we eat fresh baked chocolate chip cookies. Yes, yes. And we are happy people. Listen, I know it's terrible to say because I would never wish this on anybody, but when people's closings get canceled at our office, I'm not mad because Kim has all of these fresh baked cookies that have no home. <laughs> but... Here's the thing. It's very rarely a thing because we have taught our people how to be successful with step-by-step processes and tips and tricks. And we're going to share some of those with you today about how to stop being busy and start being productive and maximize your time. They can look very similar. I lived uh, – I will. Hi, I'm Kylie. And I'm here because I lived that life of being busy. And I, you know, I had no problem like when everybody's like, oh, come over here. Can you come to this birthday party? Can you come over here? And I'm like, no, I'm busy. I've got showings and closings and blah, 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 blah. And this is falling apart and all the fires. And it's like, you don't have to live that life. There's a better way. There's a so much better way. So let us talk about these ideas, even if maybe you've heard some of them before. I know there's plenty of things in my life and in your life because we've shared them where we heard them from this person, this person, this podcast, and this YouTube seminar, and this and this before finally it sunk in and we got around to applying it because we got so sick of our own crap. It's true. It's true. And, um, you know, really the very first step is deciding which buckets are important to you to fill? Because if everything is a priority, nothing is. That's the second time I've heard that today. Stop it. I'm dead serious. Something I was listening to this morning said exactly that word for word. Okay. And well, you need to pray on that, girl. I know. <laughs> That's God's way of telling you something. That's so crazy. <laughs> But yes, picking your buckets is super important because like we just said, if you are trying to fill five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten buckets, you're going to feel chaotic, burned out, exhausted, tired. You're going to want to go to the ER just to get a, a nice sedative and a saline drip and take a nap. 
okay? And that's not the way you want to live. You want to feel good. And we're all about living a life by your design that you love. So today, Trisha is going to tell us what the secret sauce is here. Yeah. So the very first thing I do with all my coaching clients, and I did it with you, um, and I do it with all of my agents. I do it to myself every once in a while because, number one, um, it's necessary to keep re-auditing yourself because we are all human and we all go through seasons and you may be in a season where you are crushing it and you're running on all cylinders and everything is great and then what happens is you get complacent because you are feeling successful and things are going good so you're just kind of coasting along and then you realize oh no I actually kind of backslid. So what I tell everybody to do is um, get, you know, depending on what kind of person you are, some people are pen and paper. Some people just want to put notes in their phone, whatever is easiest for you. But I want you to record every minute, every second of your day from eyes opened to eyes closed for three days. It's vicious. It is. It is. It's hard. Um, The hard part is getting into the habit. So I had to do it for a whole week because I started on Monday and then I fell off by like the time the kids went to school. And I was like, okay. And then it took me a couple days to get into the habit of writing things down. And I realized how much time I'm wasting scrolling Facebook, wandering around my house, feeling overwhelmed because I have three children and a dog and a husband and myself in a 950 square foot two bedroom house. And there's crap everywhere. (laughs) So even when it comes to your personal life, you're, you're, you, you get overwhelmed because you're not sure where to start. So do this though. Be dedicated. Do this exercise because it will reveal to you where all your time is going because like you've said, people are like, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time or I'm putting 40, 50 hours into my business and I'm not seeing the results that I want or I'm not getting the deals closed. I'm showing 50 houses to these buyers. Where's all your time going? Yeah. And the first thing that you notice when you do this, and again, I want you to be specific. Like I woke up at 6.03 a.m. I was in my bathroom, you know, sitting on the toilet scrolling for an hour and 30 minutes. Oh my God. What kind of medical condition is (laughs) happening here? Remember, I've reviewed a lot of these. (laughs) But, and it's funny because sometimes you don't realize how much time you spend doing things. Like I had one eight she was a smoker. And I go, what did you realize out of your three days? She goes, two thirds of my day is spent smoking, mm. smoking cigarettes. Did so, she quit? Um, she, she didn't quit smoking completely. She vapes less now. Um, but it was super eye-opening to her because she was someone who always is like, I don't have enough time for this. I don't have enough time for that. I don't have enough time for this. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, you have, you have no kids of age that you have to drive them, right? You have no like um, hobbies that you're doing on a steady basis. This is your only job as a, is a realtor and you're not killing it in the real estate game. So I'm thinking like, 
what in the world is all your time going to? So I was super interested to see her rundown. And when she came in and she's like, yeah, the the time that I spend just standing outside smoking is enormous. And so that was like a super big eye opening to her because it was a habit. After I eat, I smoke. After I drink my coffee, I smoke. After And she doesn't smoke inside. So it would be I go outside and I smoke and I'm, you know, mindlessly scrolling Facebook or this or that, right? Um, I had another coaching client that, you know, people, when, when they do things, when humans do things, they act out of pleasure or fear, right? So everybody has an intrinsic drive where they're driving towards more pleasure in life or they do things to stay away from failure, right? Like I'm a fear, a fear of failure person. So my anxiety makes me take massive amounts of action because I feel like if I'm always doing something, I can't fail, right? Because I'm right. always doing something that's winning, right? Yeah. So I'm always moving forward. But there's other people that are like me with the perfectionism inside of them that because they fear failure and because they are like me and they want that, they have that perfectionism in there, um, they freeze. So instead of creating, ma- taking massive action, they take no action mm-hmm. because they're waiting to set up this perfectness that will never happen. Yeah. We can't be perfect. So they're frozen in fear and then they do nothing. Or like you just mentioned, there's so many things and there's so much anxiety around the things that they find other things to do to deviate from doing the things they need to do. Right. Like eating. Eating. That's my favorite avoidance activity. I call my mom a lot. Mm -hmm. She'll be like, what are you doing? I'm like exhibiting avoidance behavior because I don't want to clean my room or the kitchen or fold the laundry or deal with this or that. Yep. So now I'm on the phone with you and she hangs up on me, of course. She's like, bye. Good. Good. She's like, clean your room. I didn't raise you like that. There is an agent in our office who shall remain nameless and he will walk over to my door and I look up and I'm like, what aren't you doing that you should be doing? Because I know you're only here because you don't want to do something, right? Like you would not be standing here if you weren't avoiding something, making your calls or designing that this or that, right? Um, So yeah, so it's avoidance. And then there's other people that do things to get closer to pleasure. But I will tell you when when they do the data and the research, it's it's actually like 80% work to stay away from pain and only 20% work to get towards like, oh, I'm I'm doing this this uh diet and this workout so that I look good in my bikini on vacation, right? More people will be like me where I work out because I don't want to wake up and be fat. <laughs> right? <laughs> So I'm not actually working to like get towards anything of pleasure. I'm working out of the pain and the scarcity of becoming who I used to be, right? Which isn't, you know, realistic. It's not I'm not going to randomly wake up and no, be like that. No, I don't see that happening works. for you outside um, of a Disney movie. I don't see that happening. <laughs> so, so picking your buckets. Um when you when you think about so like I had to sit down and I had to say what buckets are most important to me. So there's there's family, faith, um fitness, 
which kind of is the last bucket. That bucket's kind of fallen off the ledge. And finances, right? So I have four buckets that I try to fill consistently. Four is kind of a big number. I found that three, because I won't lie, the fitness bucket, as Andy says, you know, if you're not doing it, it's not important to you. It is not important. So like fitness has taken a backseat while I'm spending that energy pouring into the finance bucket right now because as real estate agents, like the market is we're coming to the season, the selling season. So more and more of my time is talking to buyers, showing houses, um, talking to people about listing their houses, answering those questions, doing the marketing to make sure we take advantage of, of this time. So if you have if you have five buckets, try to narrow it down to three. Um, I feel like three is a good number. What do you what buckets do you focus on? Um, I would say my buckets are similar. It's my health. My health is always a bucket that I am working towards. Um, my finance, my work, work is a very important bucket to me. My family is always a very important bucket to me. Um, my faith is a very important bucket to me. So I also, I guess mine are the same buckets as your buckets. Um, but I will say that for me, like, we mentioned in the in 411 yesterday that all of them should be number one to you, yes. right? Like every one of those buckets should should be a top priority for you because if you number them in order, like you just did, you're like, well, fitness is number four. Then in the back of your mind, you're always like, well, I could skip the workout. I could skip the workout. That's number four. That is what happens, by the way. But here's what happens, Kylie. If, if you neglect your fitness for – your health, let's say health for people that don't like fitness, right? If you neglect your health, which includes what you eat and moving your body, your physical and your mental health, they are all connected. And if you avoid them for too long, guess what? You do not have happy chemicals in your brain. You gain weight. You do not feel comfortable in your skin. You do not feel comfortable in your clothes. You go through bouts of depression because you're eating bad food. You're drinking alcohol. All those things get you up and then pull you back down. And then you are not able to function in your other buckets properly. Right. All the buckets kind of come together too, like you just said. Because I mean, if you're... You know, if you're if you're not filling all of them consistently, they they will start to pour into one another. Like for a lot of people, you know, if you're not filling the finance bucket correctly, that's that's going to that's going to start to affect your relationships in your household and your marriage. You know, um that's that's a huge issue for couples, you know? So mm-hmm. pick your buckets, decide what actions you can take to fill those buckets. So obviously in the finance bucket, I'm prospecting, I'm marketing, I'm doing my social media, I'm going out and I'm meeting people in the community, I'm passing out. I love um, what you said in 411 about putting business cards in your pocket. Here's five business cards, these go in my pocket, and my day is not over till I hand them all out, right? So I just picture myself at like 8.35 p.m., and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to my five neighbors' houses because I have I've not left the house today and I have five cards in my pocket. But and then, and then think of you you have to apply that to all of them though, too, right? So like with your family, I know you guys do workouts together, you guys take vacations together, you guys read books together, um you spend time together and you go to church and all of that. So figure out what you're going to do to fill those buckets and just go and do them, right? Yeah, and and I think that another thing that needs to really be said, well, a couple things that that 
I thought of while you were talking. One is um, give yourself grace that there's going to be seasons where you are heavier in certain buckets than the other, but you're, you're always filling all the buckets. And what I mean by that is a great example is like, let's say last year, right? So last year, um, in the month of, I believe it was July, it might have been June, but there was one month last year where I took nearly the entire month off um, and vacationed with my family. I went to Turks and Caicos for two weeks. I went to Louisiana with Trent for a main camp. Me and Dave went and ran a race in Ohio. Um, and I went and did something else, right? But I hadn't spent any good time with my family for the six months prior to that. So they were not a bucket. Like, I mean, I'm seeing them daily. I'm telling them I love them. I'm doing some workouts. But intentionally spending just intentional focused time with them, I was unable to do for the beginning of the year. Because for me, being a business owner, Q1 for me is all books, taxes, getting your life right from last year and in order for this year. My Q1 is so stressful and so hard. Yesterday, I filed my taxes. <laughs> and it's it's always just this huge weight off of my shoulders that is hard to understand if you are not the owner of multiple businesses. Like, I own multiple businesses. Dave um, participate, uh, runs multiple businesses. You know, he's got his photography business and he's a realtor. So our powers combine and now, and now trends working. So it's like we have so many businesses where tracking expenses and then, you know, I'm doing all the books for Elite and all of these things and payrolls and now Trent's got W2s. And so we have so many things we're balancing. So for me, Q1 is all business. I have very little time for my family other than we're going to church together. You know, I'm trying to make sure we went and we do grandpa's birthday. We did Nicole's birthday yesterday. Like I am doing some intentional time, but not that much. Right. And so I know Q1 is business. I took that month, just intentional focused time with my family. Um, I ran a marathon in November. So for me, like the month of November was training, running, crossfitting. It was my health. I was 100% on task. Just like right now, I'm doing 75 hard. So a lot of my time and attention is going to my 245 minutes of workouts, my food. You know, Dave's being awesome about, okay, like I'm going to make this for food. Does it fit in your macros? Aww. And so it's like, I do, like I have these very specific buckets. And because I include my family in those goals, like you said, you're able to focus on having multiple buckets be filled at one time, but also give yourself some grace that when I was filling the family bucket and I was on vacation, occasionally I would feel a little bit of guilt because I wasn't in the office. But what I had to remind myself is, you know, these last three months, there's two, three, four days where I'm in the office, 15, 16, 18, 20 hours, right? right? And I'm not seeing my kid and I'm not at um, parent-teacher conferences for Angelina except the one that I Zoomed into, you know? Um, and so I have to be okay with that. I have to give myself that grace when I am all in on a family bucket that it's okay I'm not in the office because there's other months where I'm all in on my office bucket and I'm not being able to give that kind of time to my family. And then there's times where I'm all in on my health and I'm, you know, Maybe not making it to church. I didn't make it to church on Sunday because I went running because I have a competition in a week. But I did watch it online and Dave and Angelina went to church. And so like I am still filling that bucket, but maybe not in the same way. So when you are filling a bucket, though, like give it your focus. Yesterday when we went out to dinner for Nicole's birthday, 
I made sure I put my phone upside down, like not on the table. And I was very intentional about that because like one time I picked it up and I put it on the the table and I recognized it and immediately put it back down because I did not want to be distracted by anything because that was my family time. Yeah. So when you're filling a bucket, be super focused and intentional about that bucket. Our vacations that we have together are so meaningful to my kids and they talk about them all the time because when I do them, I give them all my time and attention. When I went to Turks and Caicos, I told my nutrition coach, I'm not tracking food right now. I will move my body, but I woke up before the kids and Dave woke up and I did my workouts then. I ate the food that they ate. I, you know, had fun with them all day long. And then at night, I would then check my email for a hot minute, right? But during the day, all my time was theirs. So I don't need to feel guilty that I don't spend every single day 16 hours with them because when I am with them, it's super intentional and those are the memories that last forever. Your kids aren't going to necessarily remember every time you've played with them blocks on the floor, but they will remember that super intentional time where mom went down water slides with me and we went on the boat and went scuba diving. And those are the things that that make the memories and that really make the impacts on your family and on your kids. Um, so working on focusing on what you're on Being intentional about all of those buckets all the time, though, because, you know, in December, when I just decided to, because my nutrition coach, she was like, just let yourself kind of check out in the month of December. After my marathon was over, she's like, you know, track your food, but eat what you want to eat during the holidays. And if you feel like working out, work out. And if you don't, don't. Well, I really wasn't intentional about my health during that time. And guess what? I got super sick. (laughs) So I need to make sure that even if I loosen up on things, I'm still being intentional. I'm still taking my vitamins. I'm still drinking my Shakeology. I'm still moving my body daily. I'm still eating vegetables because if you step too far away from work, right? Like if I just said for these two weeks, Warren Turks and Caicos, I'm not touching my phone at all. Guess what? I could have lost clients. There could have been disasters with agents. I wasn't there to help them through. Like you, you can be deep in a bucket, but still be intentional about watching all of the bucket. Yeah. And I think one important thing that you kept repeating was focus, 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 focus. And it's so hard in the chaotic world that we live in Um, a lot of our focus can be deviated by our environments, by what's going on. Like you've told me several times, you cannot work at home. I don't care if the kids are gone. I don't care if Ryan's gone. You cannot work at home because you're thinking about the laundry and the dishes and the, all the light, all the damn lights are on again and this and that and this and that. And it's taking, it's taking your focus away. So you're getting up, you're meandering into the kitchen, you're thinking about what you're having for lunch. When, if you go somewhere else, whether I, I went to my mom's, um, you have your coffee, you have your lunch, you have your, your bag with all your crap in it and you go there and you work and you focus. Um, that's super important. And the other thing I, I totally agree with what you said is I used to feel real guilty about the time that I wasn't having with my kids. And what I had to realize was spending 15 minutes playing Barbies on the floor is more meaningful than sitting on the couch and scrolling Facebook while they're watching and Canto. Preach. You know, so be intentional about that time. Like, like Trisha said, 
don't, it's, it's about quality, not quantity, right? Like your kids don't need all of your time. They need your attention. So when you do sit down with them, even if you are watching a movie, watch the movie with them. You know, laugh, cry, all of that stuff. Don't be on your phone because my kids, they'd call us on our crap. My girls, they'll look at you and be like, you can put your stupid phone down. It's stupid. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. And we put the phones away and it's their time because they want that. And that's like you said, that's what they're remembering. Mom put her phone down and we played Barbies for 15 minutes last night. And they're happy and they're they're monsters, but they're happy monsters, right? So, <laughs> Absolutely. So we want to give you guys some very specific action steps you can do to maximize your time, fill your buckets better, focus more. Um, so we're going to take a very quick break and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Elite Life. Elite Life. We'll be right back after this message. Do you know more than 80% of real estate agents fail and quit in their first year of business? MyStarsAcademy.com has set out to solve this problem by providing a convenient, expert-based training and coaching program for both agents and brokers. The Agent Accelerator program teaches agents everything they need to know to level up their business, have a constant flow of free leads, convert those leads into clients, and take those clients to the closing table and keep them coming back for more as repeat business. Our industry experts have years of proven success in the business and are here to share that gold through one-on-one coaching. This will help you achieve more structure and work-life balance. We will map you a plan you can follow which will guide you through the steps to scale and grow in both your business and personal life. Don't be a statistic. Visit MyStarsAcademy.com and enroll today so you can get the success you deserve. Welcome back to the Elite Life. Business and life talks to help you get a little better every day. Here are your hosts, Kylie and Trish. We are back. Welcome. I'm so glad you came back to join us. For some more elite life. Is this pillow talk with Kylie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just ready for a dig on nap. All right. So just to recap, if you're just joining us, we are talking about being productive instead of busy. Quit running around like a chicken with your head cut off because you're a human. You're not a chicken. Okay. In the first half, um, Trisha talked about picking buckets, pouring into buckets, giving your grace when you're filling one bucket more than the other. Um, And we talked about a super revealing uh, activity that you can do, which is basically tracking every single second, every single moment of your day to figure out where your time is going. And one thing that you will notice, uh, like we talked about before, is your habits. Um, That's going to be revealed to you. And if you're if you're constantly auditing yourself, like we talk about all the time, you're going to see these habits. And I talked in a different um, episode about um, this book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I'm not going to give any spoilers. We already talked about it in another episode. Go get the book, borrow it from the library, look at it, and it's going to help you 
decide what habits you don't like when you review the three days of where your time is going. And you're going to be able, using that book, you can learn how to stack new habits in with the ones that you already have and stop doing the ones that you don't like. So start there. That's one great way to, number one, figure out where your time is going. And number two, make better use of it. Um, the other thing that uh, really helped me was, aside from the Stars Academy tra- training, um, that calendar that Andy shared with us. So we did listing training and um, we talk all the time about, you know, agents are like, well, what do I do? What do I do? And he showed us two calendars. The first one was hilarious because it was like, I was in the office for an hour and now I need a nap. And then the next day you went door knocking, but then later you went out to drink with your friends and then you showed them a house. So he gave us the second calendar, which is what a, um, and it really, it goes more, you know, it can be for entrepreneurs. It's not just real estate because everything on there is for building a business, right? Mm -hmm. You're prospecting, you're following up with those leads, you're marketing and branding yourself and getting your name out there. Um, you're, you're showing houses or having appointments if you're selling something else, right? Um, that that is something that we could could we share that with everybody? Do you yeah, think? we could definitely share that. All right, sure. we'll put the a link to download in um, the notes for this for this podcast. So check it out. Um, worst case scenario, you down it. You downloaded one more thing that you don't need in your download folder. But I guarantee you, if you look at this and you start putting even some of these things on your calendar and doing them consistently, you're gonna see an increase in your business. You're gonna see an increase in your productivity, whether it is business or personal that you're pouring into right? Um, And remember, the goal is not to overwhelm yourself. Uh, I feel like it's super easy to, like we talked about, look at all the things that we're supposed to be doing and getting overwhelmed. So either taking massive action and burning out or taking no action and getting stalled and falling into a slump. Um, You know, like the other day, I was scheduled for floor time and our office is about an hour away from our house. And so it was one of those days where I planned everything out because I've been sending you my calendar. So I've planned everything out. I said, I'm going to leave by, you know, eight o'clock. I'm going to drop Casey off, leave by eight o'clock. I'm going to get to the office on time. I had every single thing blacked out. Well, then our kids was sick and running late. And then there was traffic on 96. So I had to get off early. Then I went into the gas station because I couldn't, I've been in the car for an hour already and I could not hold it any longer. So I go in there and I don't carry a purse. So I put my phone, (laughs) put my phone on the hand dryer because that was like the least yucky place that I could find. Walked out without it. Some dude went in behind me for his morning glory. So I had to go back into the gas station, wait for him to finish his business. It was just, I didn't even get to the office until an hour into my floor shift. But because I have a good mentality of controlling what I can control and not being overwhelmed, I looked at my calendar and I said, okay, of these things I were supposed to do in that hour I was at the office, what can I do today? What can I push off? What has to be done today? What can I push off till tomorrow? What can I take off the list? Or what can I do on the weekend, right? Don't overwhelm yourself. Give yourself grace. And if you're if you're sick, like our whole house is sick right now. We got our annual nonsense with the drainage and the hot, cold, hot, cold. Because here in Michigan, I don't know where you're listening. Mother Nature goes through menopause every single year about this time. And she doesn't know if she loves us or hates us. So we're feeling that right now. 
So make sure that you're not allowing yourself to get overwhelmed. I think that's a big tip that we just have to say over and over because it's not something that people really internalize. Yeah. Thank thank you for sharing that because giving yourself grace is really important. And I love that you did that um, because, you know, sometimes if you grit and you grind out the rest of the day, um, it actually can be negative, right? Because if you're in a negative mindset and you're just doing it to do it, then you're not going to get a good outcome from it, right? Right. Um, there, there are, there have been days, um, where I was just in such a negative space that I just messaged Andy and I was like, are you in today? Because I just should not come in. Like I am just, <laughs> I am in such a place that if I, as the owner and broker, come in like this, I am not going to be benefiting anybody. I am in a bad mood. I'm going to say bad things. I'm going to take things in the wrong way. I'm going to have the wrong responses. Mm-hmm. So today is a day where it's better that I stay home. And when I stay home, though, here here's the the clincher, right? When I stay home. I don't just sit in my bed and sulk. Instead, I took that time. I went running. I went to the gym. I found, um, I wrote two papers for school. So I found other ways to take my anger and frustrations with life and turn those into some sort of productivity. Now, when you are sick like you are, you need to take that time and turn it into rest so you can get better because you cannot pour from an empty cup. And like we were talking about earlier, that's why it's so important to stay up on that health bucket because you let that health bucket go. If you don't take care of you, you can't take care of anybody else. And then the whole empire falls. Yeah. And that was the first thing you asked me because for our listeners who've been listening to our, our episodes know that one of my biggest struggles is taking a vitamin and it was going super strong for a long time. And then the bottle ran out and it didn't get on the Kroger list. And that was the first thing when I was like, oh my God, I'm sick. I'm gonna die. I'm definitely gonna die. Today's I'm gonna die. Put it on my tombstone. I'm dying today. You're like, have you been taking your vitamins? And I'm like, don't ask me that crap. You know, I didn't take a vitamin. <laughs> Jeez. But that, again, is why it's so important to have people that will call you out, right? Like yesterday at 411, Annie made a comment like, I have to do these things because who else is going to call me out on it? And I didn't stop him and interrupt him. But the other day he was eating some cookies in the kitchen. I was like, aren't you on 75 hard? Put that cookie away. (laughs) So I will. I will call you out. And I expect the same to happen, right? Um, If you were to walk in and I'm supposed to be on 75 hard and you see me drinking a glass of wine or eating an ice cream, you better be like, girl, are you supposed to be on 75 hard? What are you doing doing those things, right? Yep. Because you you have to surround yourself with people that are, are going to be in your corner and cheer you on to do positive things in your life and remind you of why you're doing it that you're strong enough to do it. And that is why, like, that's why you're sending me your calendar right now, right? Like, because it is very easy for us to let ourselves down or give ourselves excuses like, oh, I work out every day and I eat well, that's enough. Is it enough? Are you showing up 110%? Could you do better? Could you do more? Because if you can, you should. 
Right. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your kids. You owe it to your family. You owe it to your dog. If you don't have anybody else in your life, you owe it to the people who made the way for you to be where you are today to be the best version of yourself. Ooh, hot fire. Period. You owe it to the world to show up as the best you you can be and do whatever you can to make this world a better place because you have great-great-grandmas that fought for the right for us to vote, so you better go vote. Mm-hmm. You you have great-great-grandparents that fought for you to be able to be in school, so you better take your bots to school. You better do all the things that all of these people before us thought for us to be able to do. There are people out there every day fighting for our freedom. So if you go to church, go to church. You know what I mean? Like these people do everything so that we have all these freedoms. And instead of like, this is a mindset switch, guys. Instead of acting like, oh, I have so many things to do today. Switch your mind to like, wow, look at all of these opportunities that are open to me today. Yes. I am able-bodied. Enough to be able to put on a weighted vest and go run around my neighborhood. And I have the freedom and I live in a nice enough neighborhood that I, as a woman, could go run around my neighborhood in the dark if I want to and not have to be scared. That is a great privilege. Right. There are so many places in the world where kids don't have the privilege to go to school. And that's one thing I love about being at school at U of M, even though I only take one class a semester, sometimes I take three like last semester, but I get to to realize and recognize and have it put back in my face how much privilege I have. These aren't things that I should be looking at as checklists. These are things that I should be looking at as freedoms and almost as my responsibilities to do as a thank you and as gratitude to those who come around me and support me and and gave me the opportunity to be able to do these things. Yeah, I like, I always like the tagline, you know, blessed, not stressed. So, and that's one thing um, I think I was telling Ryan the other night is like, I'm trying to, every time I start, and you've told me this in the past, you were doing the Mrs. Better Half, Mm. and you're like, every time you go to complain about something, instead, thank God for it. So, like, every time I go to complain that, like, my kid left their lunchbox at school, thank you, God, that my I was able to send my kid a lunch, and I'm still able to send my kid a lunch tomorrow, that she can go to school, that she can be in the same class as boys and and learn and you know there's no um there's no crazy you know nonsense going on thank you god that i have a house to mess up and clean you know thank you that you know all of these things and and you're right it's a total mind shift and that's not always easy it's it's so it's so easy for us here in in America i think and in first world countries to have hashtag first world problems right mm-hmm. and be like oh you know my truck broke down and blah 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 and this and that when there's people in other parts of the world who are trying to figure out how to feed their kids 100%. And I catch myself on that literally on a daily basis. And I like will call myself out because I'll go to say something. And then because I I watch all these documentaries and things for classes, like one I just watched was about food insecurity. Like these kids that are going to high school, it was like based in the Mojave Desert. Um, and there was like this whole high school called Black Rock High School. And all of these teenagers are um, fighting 
fighting because they have food insecurity. They have no food. So they come to school just to get a meal. They have um, the one boy, his mom was on meth. So he was sleeping outside in a shed wearing the same clothes for two weeks and then showing up at school so that he had a meal because all he wanted to do was graduate. He just wanted to get that diploma and graduate. But then he also would fall into into doing drugs because that's that's what he grew up around that's what his mom is doing that's what he knows and he doesn't want to have to deal with that so that's the way to numb out right like oh I'm sleeping in this bus stop I don't know what I'm gonna eat for breakfast so let me do these drugs to get myself through the night and then get to school in the morning and like you said it's something we all just don't think about because we don't have to. But those are real things that are going on in our own neighborhoods. Yeah. In our own neighborhoods. Yep. Food insecurity, homelessness. I mean, substance abuse. So many things. So many things. So uh, kind of went off track. We yeah. went on the tangential uh, travel channel <laughs> here. Um, what Habits. we were talking about is being productive. And now we're talking about be thankful for what you have. Either way. Oh, um, so true. So I have a quick bullet list so we can do oh, it. So there we go. Let's 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 bring it up. Bring it home. Bring, bring it, it home. on home. Automate. Right? Automate. These are the things that I do every day. I read my Bible every day. I work out every day. I prospect every day. Like if you're in real estate, we have the core values that are on um, the wall. They all are number one. So we do personal development every day and training. So whether it's real estate training or training your brain or training your body, um, we prospect every day. We follow up every day. We write our goals every day. Those are non-negotiables. So when I say automate, you need to have non-negotiables. These are things I do every single day to push the needle forward whether I feel like it or not. Automate those things. These are not, oh, I got to do it today. These are things I do every single day. So like this they're is not what optional. we're doing. Yeah. It's not optional. I don't negotiate with myself. I'm moving my body every day. I'm training myself every day. It's automated. Delegate. If Kylie does not need to be the person in the house that folds the laundry, Kylie doesn't fold the laundry. Oh, but when I fold it, it gets done right. But here's the thing, Kylie. I feel like that too. But I still give the basket of laundry to Angelina, even though I know she's going to sit on my bed and she's going to watch the Disney Channel or something else for six hours and all my crap is going to be wrinkly. It is still a better use of my time to use those six hours for money making things and Dave to use those six hours for money-making things or things that we need to get done for our family and for Angelina, who can't make money at 12 years old, to fold the laundry. So so the name of the game is Let It Go. Let It Go. Let It Go. Let It Go. Yeah. You got to delegate. You have to delegate. So automate, delegate, audit. Every week, audit yourself. Every month, audit your life. I love these things. These are the things that if they changed, it would make my life better. Every quarter, audit your life and your business. Am I on track for the goals that I set this year? I just did this the other day. Like, okay, Q1's coming to an end. On my yearly goals, what have I got done? What buckets am I filling really well? And what 
have I maybe forgot I even put on there? There was one thing I totally <laughs> forgot I even put on there as a yearly goal because I was so deep into these other things that had to get done. And I'm like, okay, I need to carve out when I'm going to do that project. Um, and if it's just that not important that you completely forgot about it, maybe it's something you need to take off so you can keep going deeper in something that is actually catching fire and going to be better for you. So automate, delegate, audit, take action. What? Just you do mean it. we can't just make a list no. of stuff to do? No. You have to be like Nike and just do it. Just do it. Do not wait for it to be perfect. It will never be perfect. Do not wait for time. You will never have time. Do not wait till your brain is in the right mode or you're feeling it. I'm not in a good space right now. No. No. It's on my Google calendar for noon to two. I'm doing it from noon to two. I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to negotiate with myself about it. I'm not going to do I feel like it. It's just getting done period. So bullet list, automate, delegate, audit, take action, move on it, just do it. Yay. Yay. I feel like that was, I feel like that's super helpful. That's a lot easier than. <laughs> Five tips. Be productive. <laughs> quit being a chicken. I think that's a good thing too. Like quit being a chicken and take action. Yeah. Just do it. I mean, there were so many things that I was afraid to do. I was afraid to start calling expired. because I was like, well, what if someone cusses me up down left and right? And Andy's like, well, then you just hang up the phone. And I love that, right? Like that is something that has helped me so much in life is to be like, what's the worst that could happen? Like I I was saying yesterday, I'm like, I don't know why I get so much anxiety around filing my taxes. The worst thing that can happen is I have to write a check to the government for my taxes, which I did last year and No, reality check. It. The worst thing that's gonna happen to you is you're gonna get audited. <laughs> Well, that's already happened to me too. Oh, and well, I won the audit of that. Either. And I was fine. <laughs> like, so, so that's the thing. Like, what's the very worst case scenario? Can I come back from that very worst case scenario? Like in real estate, like our very worst case scenario is we get sued and realtors have, you know, insurance. So somebody else takes care of that and we're done for the day. Mm, I like so that. when you take that stress off of it, of, you know, What's the worst that could happen? If I worry about it when it's not a worry, I just worried twice mm -hmm. and wasted twice as much time. Yep. And if I just do it, like if it turns out bad, then I could do it again better, right? Like start posting on your social media because guess what? All of our first posts suck, but you have to get through the suck to get to the good. Right. Period. Yep. It's just like you said something earlier about um, – not wanting to make phone calls. And I'm like, oh, he doesn't like to make phone calls because it's awkward. Well, everything is awkward at first. You ever been on a first date? It's super freaking awkward. But if you don't go on the first date, you can't meet the guy of your dreams. You can't get married. You can't have kids. You can't live your life, right? Right. Like we always, everything in life, your whole life, you're born, you're a baby, you can't do anything for yourself, you're a toddler, you fall down all the time, you're a kid, you're constantly getting skin knees, and then you finally grow up and you can like walk and drive and do cool stuff, right? Like everything, <laughs> you gotta go through the teenage awkward phase to get to being the grown-up successful hottie, right? Like all of these, everything in life, it's gonna start out awkward, it's gonna be hard, you learn from it, you grow, you get better, I think one one more thing to add to the list is consistency. So like when you are when you are when you are automating, delegating, um, and auditing, 
um, and doing things, just be consistent with it. And like, listen, I am the first person to tell you that I fall off the wagon regularly, mm-hmm. regularly on the consistency department. Um, and I have to, I think the hardest part is like taking self-responsibility and being like, so I'm the one who fell off the wagon and I'm the one who's going to get back on it. Yeah, I love like if you guys go back to the episode where that we recorded um, with our agent, Jamie McLeod, she said something so pivotal and she was like, you know, I was always looking for this work-life balance and what I realized was I was just inconsistent. So if you're looking for work-life balance, do this minute-by-minute audit for three days and find out. Is it really just that you're inconsistent with what you need to do every day? Because mm-hmm. I was like, that's it. Yeah. You want work-life balance? Be consistent filling all your buckets. And I then love you it. have balance. All right, y'all. Well, that is our time. I'm sure we've gone on enough tangential journeys for today. And we are so thankful that you're here. So let us know you're here. Subscribe, drop a comment, leave a review on whatever platform you're listening. Share. Please share this episode with someone you know and love because you know and love us and we love you too. And make sure you come back because we are dropping new episodes, more knowledge, more love, more motivation every single week on Elite Life Podcast. Fire. We thank you so much for joining us today on the Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.